perfect. What is good, Sixers Nation, man? We are back. Back and running, baby. Lots of things coming up for this Sixers squad, man. Lots of news. Draft coming up. Free agency. Guys signing contracts. We're going to break it all down. Let's go, man. Always, you know, we got you covered. Welcome on in. Philly Take with RB. Coming at you with a little something different here. An afternoon live stream. Friday afternoon. What's good? Hope everybody is doing well out there today. Ready for the weekend. And we're kicking it off with some big news. Big week coming up. You guys are in here man hit that like button subscribe to the channel if you're new help us support the vision keep showing that love man what's going on everybody once again philly take with rb i am rb hit that like button subscribe to the channel be sure to ring the bell check out all the content we've been dropping a ton of videos live streams the nba finals is now over and it is on to the pure dedication of the off season we'll be covering everything breaking it down from every angle That's what we try to do here, man. We bring that additional coverage that you might not get other places. We're bringing you the heat. We'll be uh, opening up the phone lines, potentially getting a couple callers in here later on in the show. But we have a lot to break down. We have some of the channel members in the building, man. Already 60 people up in the house. How is everybody feeling today? Barn 5 in the chat. What's going on? Says, I really hope we don't sign him to the max. Already bringing the takes, man. Already bringing the takes. I'm going to have to break this down. Speed Demon, what's up, my guy? Fourth quarter sports in the chat. Says signing the option I can live with. If he signs long term, it only hurts the Sixers. What's going on? Fourth quarter sports. Henry up in the house. What's up, Henry? Petey, what's going on? Chiquita, Lucas, Santiago, what's good? Superhero, what's up, man? Fourth quarter says, congrats on an amazing NBA season for the channel. Thank you, my man. Appreciate everybody out there showing love who's been seeing the vision. They know what we're trying to do here. Speaking of which, guys, over the next week, we have a lot of content coming. The next couple days, we'll be dropping our last two free agency special videos. We've been breaking those down, right? All the top free agents that we can look at based on our situation. And then, guys, next week, Monday to Wednesday, We will be doing live streams for the draft. That is right. We haven't done any draft coverage. There's a reason for that. I have another video coming today, and I will explain more on why we haven't been doing a lot of draft coverage. But you just got to stay up in tune for that. So be sure you have those notifications on, man. Be sure you have those notifications on. And we will be live streaming the draft next Thursday. So we got draft coverage all next week. Live streaming the draft. We got it all covered, man. Every single angle. Appreciate everybody out there in the chat. We are back on a Friday afternoon, and I hope everybody is doing well. 70 up in the house. Let's see. Um, Atlanta Analyst, what's going on, man? What's going on? Welcome into the chat. Char in the house. Rock, B-Low, Ray Gaming, Michael Scotch. Let's go, man. Let's go. (laughs) 
talking about the cut, man. Talking about the haircut. Hey, man, got the cut last week. It was looking fresh. By the way, guys, birthday coming up next week. Not next week, but the week after, actually. So, you know, I'll be back in the barbershop, man. You know, I'll be there, man, looking fresh. But, yo, we got to get into this. We got to get into this, man. So, yesterday, I apologize. I was not able to cover the news. I was busy. There were things going on. But, uh, you know, late is better than never. And a lot of people were hitting me up. By the way, guys, follow me on Twitter, at RBPhillyTake, so you can stay updated behind the scenes. A lot of people were hitting me up on Twitter saying, yo, where are you at? Where are you at? I'm sorry, man. But I'm here. I'm here now. And follow the Instagram page, man, at Philly Take with RB. We're going to be doing a giveaway on there soon. Also, we're going to be doing a giveaway for the members soon. So be sure to uh, stay updated on the members community post. But yo, man, yesterday, this big news comes out when I'm when I'm away. And here it is. James Harden, according to Jake Fisher of Bleacher Report, James Harden is expected to pick up his $47 million player option for next season, and the Sixers are expected to sign him to a short-term deal around two years instead of a longer-term deal. Now, originally, as this news comes out, A lot of thoughts going through my mind. A lot of different reactions from people. First and foremost, man, um, this is what I figured. Some variation of this, right? We've been talking about this for weeks, months. We knew James Harden was going to opt into that player deal, man, into that player option. I mean, that was pretty much given. Because when you see the way that he went through the playoffs, you see the way that this team ended off, it's obvious that James Harden was not himself and he wasn't good enough. And there are questions as to what he can be going forward. He's going to be 33 years old soon. And a lot of people were wondering if he was going to get that max contract, a five-year deal from his right-hand man, Daryl Morey. To me, it was pretty clear the entire time. There was no way in heck that Daryl Morey was going to give James Harden a five-year contract. And if you're wondering if he's going to get that, the answer is no. The answer is no. So what James Harden did was he looked at his player option for next year, which is his choice, right? He's a guy that wants to prolong his career, and he's thinking, what is the best option for me? What is my best choice? And he says, okay, well, I mean, $47.4 million. I mean, yeah, I'm going to opt into that. But if you go back to the final press conference, all right, and this is something I've been wondering about for weeks, James Harden said that he is willing to do what it takes to help the Sixers out, and he said he would be here, and that he's willing to do whatever it takes to help this team get into championship contention. He's a guy who's almost 33. He's done almost essentially everything in his career except win a title. He wants to win an NBA championship, just like Joel Embiid, just like the rest of this squad, just like us. And we were all wondering, is James Harden actually going to, uh, to help this team out? And speaking of which, well, we're on a good track here. It seems like we're on a pretty good pattern because according to this report, James Harden is going to try to sign a two-year extension on top of the player option, so it would be a three-year deal in total, but for less money. Now, the question that comes into play, the next part that we need to 
to consider is what is that deal going to be? Right? Is that going to be close to max money? Is it how far? Where is the bar set at? Because there's no way that you can give James Harden a, a three year max. You just you can't do that with the way that he looked. Now, to be fair, I still never thought that James Harden was fully healthy, but he did play bad himself. And he said himself, his trainer mentioned it after the season. He said, you know, I finally have a full off season to come out here and and work, get my body right. The Sixers have to hope and pray that James Harden will be healthy, that he will show some resemblance of the old James Harden. In fact, the James Harden that started off the first five games here looking like he was going to take over the league. The Sixers need to hope and pray that he gets back to that level. And of course, there's risk associated with this. There's risk associated with everything. But the risk with this is if you sign him to a couple more years and he looks the exact same and he's just not that guy anymore because we know, right, he's not Houston Harden. There's no way he's going to be Houston Harden. We don't need him to be that with the personnel that we have. But what we need James Harden to be is an efficient player. You know, a a smart, dominant player with the ball handling ability, with, with the distribution on offense getting guys involved, helping Tyrese Maxey, scoring when we need him to, not living in ISO world 30 times a game. And we need James Harden to show some resemblance of himself being healthy again. Because honestly, ever since, what is it, a year ago, when he went out of that net series with that injury, that hamstring injury, he just hasn't looked the same. And it went downhill quick in the playoffs, and Joel Embiid needed some help. James Harden couldn't be that guy. And when you think about where the Sixers are at, they gave up assets to get James Harden. They gave up a guy like Seth Curry, which definitely hurt. Now, I'm still going to die on this hill that the Sixers still benefited from that trade because they got rid of a guy who has an uncertain future with basketball itself. And to get off the next three years of that, I think was a success. But now the Sixers need to put that behind them and say, okay, how are we going to win a championship? How are we going to get to that point? And really, we need Harden to step up. So when I sit here and think about this, if I'm being completely honest, I know there was a lot of negative reaction to this, but honestly, I think that this was the best course of action for the Philadelphia 76ers at this point. And let me explain. You gave up assets. You took a chance at the deadline last year, maybe other than Tyrese Halliburton. Was there any other deals that we sat here and knew for sure could have been pulled and said, okay, let's go do that? No, we were in championship mindset. And I think the Sixers are still in that championship mindset window for the next couple years. Now, in two years, if James Harden looks the exact same and he doesn't pan out, maybe the Sixers have to move that contract. That could be a mess. Maybe they end up blowing it up. But right now, the Sixers are thinking, okay, we need to get over this threshold. We need to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. We need to make a run. We're not giving up on this Joel Embiid team. We're trying to put the right pieces around Joel Embiid. And in terms of James Harden, hopefully taking a lesser deal for a couple years, this could give us some flexibility. This could give us some flexibility, and I think this was the best thing possible at this current time. But there are a lot of, you know, points to be made. How is James Harden going to look next year? And when we get some more insight into this, 
Shout out to uh, Austin Krell. He tweeted this out. He says, here's how the max money differs for James Harden based on the signing date. If it is signed before August 10th, there is the max money that could be allocated versus after August 10th. But I don't think he's going to get max money for the next couple of years. I just don't think that is feasible. Again, both parties are trying to make sure that it benefits them. James Harden wants to get that money. He wants to continue his career and make sure that he is compensated. But the Sixers are not. They are not going to give him a max contract. It is, it is pretty much confirmed now. And, and I just knew it. it. It wasn't going to happen because he, he just doesn't look, he's not that guy anymore. But what he hopefully can be is an efficient player for the Sixers team. And we're going we're gonna to pull up an article here and we're going to talk about it. But the, the main question is, you know, how can the Sixers get better, right? Because I feel like a lot of people live in fantasy land when it comes to the offseason. And, and let's be honest, the, the last like five years of the NBA offseason, it has been taken to a new height. There's a lot that happens. There's a lot that happens. But I feel like people think, okay, well, you let James Harden walk. First off, letting James Harden walk, you just trade it for the guy. It Okay, who do you want to go out there and get? Look at the free agent class this year. Compared to last year, it's almost the same. There are not a lot of top-tier free agents, so you don't really have a choice. What, are you going to sign and trade? Who's going to take James Harden right now when his value is a little bit lower based off how he played in the playoffs? And I think people live in a little bit of a fantasy land where it's, okay, let's, let's sign and trade James Harden. Let's trade Tobias Harris. Let's trade Matisse Thibel, trade Furkan Korkmaz, Fire Doc Rivers. Like, you can't do all of that back to back to back. Like, that's not going to happen, especially for a team that views themselves in a window. This team views themselves in a window, and you're not going to make six straight moves like that back to back unless you're doing a full rebuild, which we are not. Now, there are reports that Daryl Morey wants to go out and get another star. We'll talk about whether that makes sense. Or do you go out and build your roster? And the rumors that we had talked about a couple days ago, where apparently the Sixers are shopping Tobias Harris, Matisse Thibel, Danny Green. How did the Sixers get better? That's how. And I have a prediction here that I've kind of been hinting for the last couple weeks if you go back to the first offseason that Daryl Morey was here, he traded Al Horford. He got that contract away, got Josh Richardson off. Last year, it was the Ben Simmons deal, the Ben Simmons saga. Each year, there's been something like that. And, and I'm just going to go out here and once again predict. I think that Tobias Harris is going to get traded this offseason. Now, that I, I do see the possibility of him staying, but when you look at his value, $76 million over the next two years, how do the Sixers create flexibility? Because you go out and look at these free agents, right? They're not a lot of top-tier free agents. Are they guys that can put your bench over the top? I don't know. Maybe you have to make a trade. Maybe you have to clear up some space for next year. But what I think is the Philadelphia 76ers are going to trade Tobias Harris. <clears throat> and I think what that'll do is hopefully get them a player in return and also create some future flexibility. It's not because I hate Tobias. I like what Tobias brings. It's just what he brings doesn't equate to $35 million plus a year. 
And <clears throat> we've known that for years. And that's just kind of how it is. But if you want to create flexibility, otherwise you're going to have to use, you know, the mid-level exception to maybe sign a free agent, right? You have this whole Danny Green thing going on. You might try to create some space there. But, I mean, that's going to be hard. Matisse Thibel, what can he get you back right now? People are low on Thibel right now because he won't shoot the basketball. So I think if there's an out to this, I think if there's a way other than just simply running it back, because I just don't see the Sixers running it back with essentially the same core and somehow finding a way to just upgrade the rest of the roster. Now, again, there's reports that Daryl Morey wants to get a third star. Uh, personally, I don't think that's the right way to go. I think we just saw that with Golden State, with Boston, with Miami. I think you need one or two superstars, and I think you need a good core around them. Because if that third guy goes down, then what? How are you going to afford the rest of the team? How are you going to bring some extra guys in here? And I would even argue that the Sixers might have some of those guys on this roster. The problem is our coach doesn't want to play them or give them an opportunity to grow and build. And that is something that needs to be considered, man. You got guys who are young, athletic, can push the tempo, can go grab boards. You got Paul Reeds of the world, right, who can develop. I don't know if he's ever going to be it, but, I mean, he has at least shown promise. How about Charles Bassey? We got to play some of these guys, man. We got to play some of these guys, man. But I think in terms of this strategy, I think this was the best way, as of right now, that it could work out for the Philadelphia 76ers. Shout out to Champ Burns for becoming a channel member. Yes, sir. Champ Burns, welcome to the nation, man. Thank you for becoming a channel member. Home of the hottest takes, really. So the real welcome to the family, man. Welcome to the family. 150 people in the chat, guys. Hit that like button. Give me your thoughts in the chat. How do you feel about this Harden deal? Um, Jamie says that uh, trading for Harden was a big mistake and re-signing is a bigger mistake. I just don't get how people can say that right now. My question to you would be, and again, guys, call into the show, 508-924-3784 if you want to give your opinion. What is the, uh, what is the alternative right now? Who's on the free agent market that we can go out and sign? There was no question James Harden was going to opt into that player option. I've been saying this for months because he knows how we played. He knows he needs to look better. Oh, and, and another underrated point, by the way, is that James Harden and these boys, look, I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just saying. I'm, this is just a fact. These boys only had about, what, 20 to 30 games together? I think they're going to grow and build, you know? We were high when he came here at the deadline, but the fact of the matter is I don't even think a player has ever been traded midseason, a star like that, and won an NBA championship. It looked good at first, but, you know, there's kinks that need to be worked out. There's things that need to be worked on. And I think a, a full off season, a full training camp with Tyrese Maxey and James Harden and Joel Embiid and hopefully better role players can help that out. And back to my point about Tobias Harris, I think that the Sixers would hopefully be able to acquire some type of wing in that deal. Who knows if we're going to draft one? There have been reports that uh, we might trade our draft pick for a vet to help off the bench. We need dogs, man. We need guys that can help us off the bench. Guys that can, that can play, man. 
We can't get to the playoffs and have no depth, especially if somebody goes down, man. Especially if somebody goes down. Before we hit the phone lines, man, let's uh, let's go pull up this article. So, this was uh, this was written by Kyle Newbeck. Shout out to him. Or this is actually written by Nick uh, Tricomb, um, but from Philly Voice, which is where Newbeck works. Um, so they they pretty much just analyzed this and and uh, broke it down. According to Jake Fisher, like we said, Harden expected to return on a shorter term contract extension. Here's a quote. Um, Harden and the Sixers leadership are aligned on a clear directive. The franchise's best opportunity to compete for a championship starring Joel Embiid, as well as Harden's optimal opportunity to earn his first ring, resides with Harden playing in Philly for the foreseeable future. Sixers ownership, though, has been resistant to the idea of giving Harden a full four-year max contract beyond his 2022-23 option, sources told BR, or the five-year deal that Harden would be eligible for if he chose to decline his $47 million player option for next season, signing perhaps a two-year extension after his option to create a new three-year framework would provide Harden with greater optionality for his career. Like I said, they're trying to make it mutually beneficial. The Sixers do need to hope that he comes back and looks better because if he's not healthy, then I mean, you know, where do we go from there? Then we might, then it's going to be hard to get that contract off. Then it's going to be hard to get better. And at that point you might have to consider almost blowing it up, but the Sixers are going to try to run this back and they're going to try to add finally, hopefully to the core around these guys. You got to get some of these winning dog type of players. And, um, I think that's the way to go. I think this Harden thing, I, I personally just knowing that James Harden was going to stay here, I think this is the best way that that could have worked out. And going off the report from the other day in terms of the Sixers shopping, Tobias Harris, Matisse Thibel, Furkan Korkmaz, this just shows me that the Sixers are trying to upgrade the core around these three, Maxi Harden and Embiid. There's definitely questions about whether Doc Rivers will adapt to playing young players or not, which I don't feel that he will, but something's got to change. And, um, you know, it's like I said, there's a risk with everything, but I'm just wondering about the alternative. I'm wondering about the alternative. But, um, yeah, man, we'll see how it goes. Uh, call into the show 508-924-3784 if you want to give your thoughts on this. If not, shout out to everybody in the chat rocking with me on a Friday afternoon. Guys, hit that like button. Uh, like I said, we're going to be dropping a lot of videos, doing live streams this next week leading up to the draft, so you don't want to miss any of it. That being said, let's uh, let's go to the phone lines, man. We have uh, 267 area code in the, in the chat. What's going on? That being said, let's, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Hello? Hello? Yeah, what's up, bro? What up, man? How you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Yeah, um, I was when I was just listening to your YouTube, and I think the six really we could use some wings in free agency, like a Oladipo, Gary Harris. You could trade. We could trade Tobias off, Matisse off, and create some a little bit of cap space. Even take a little a tall guy from Toronto like Boucher to help with the rebounding, and he's willing to shoot and make shots. Yeah, I like him a lot. I like Boucher as a as a free agent target. Absolutely, Boucher, or somebody even like, I don't know if Andre Drummond is willing to come back. Yeah, 
Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, we'll definitely need to address the backup center position. Um, I would hope that we would start playing Charles Bassey more, uh, but I don't know what Doc Rivers is thinking in that area. Absolutely. I think a problem with that's one of Doc Rivers' biggest problems. Like, we had young guys who could potentially help. You never know what they got unless you're actually putting them on the floor to get experience. Yeah, I agree 100%. And uh, to your point about the wings, I just think that uh, – I think the Sixers need to upgrade. I don't think we've had a consistent wing in a, in a long time. Uh, we've been playing guys out of position, and uh, it's a need, man. It definitely is. It's it's a big need. It's a we could we could hit the free agency, but when it comes to those guys like Depot, I feel like he'll stay with the Heat because they gave him a chance when nobody else wanted him. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work out. Honestly, depends what he gets uh, in free agency. But a guy I, I like is like a TJ Warren type of player. I think he would be great for the Sixers. Um, yeah, man, we need to address that though. No doubt. Absolutely, man. Keep up the good work, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Joshua says, I think Tobias is great above average player. Problem is we pay him like he averages 30 a game. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I mean. I, I have no problem with how Tobias plays. I like Tobias as a third, fourth option, but the problem is you know, he hurts our chances of getting other players. He hurts our chances of improving the roster around. And that's a problem. Um, and, and, you know, with the way Tobias played in the playoffs, like if his value is any higher than what it originally was, and if there's some team willing to take on that contract, I mean, you got to really consider it. That's how I feel you make this team better. Pat says, I love Embiid, but coming up short repeatedly, how long will he even want to stay wasting his prime years? Well, Joel Embiid, I feel, will want to stay here. And he just signed a max extension last year. So not really like he has, uh, you know, a lot of flexibility there. But um, we'll see what happens, man. Let's go to the phone line. Santiago, what's going on, Santiago? Uh, hey, 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 RB. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, I just want to just want to call call it, you know that I'm I'm currently currently watching your your live stream and uh, about the um just the just the basically the news on Harden and and, uh, and honestly for me I I feel that um uh I think that I think um, honestly that this, this was a, a, a in my eyes it was a good a good move and and so and I understand that a lot of people um honestly they're gonna have their their own opinions opinions about it but. But but the way I see it is is that in order for the Sixers you know to be in a position to contend, especially for next year, is um, is just trying to build around and indeed Harden and Maxi and also to to add uh, quality role players and 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 just um, trying to find ways to 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 round out the roster because the roster the way it is currently constructed now is is, is just it's just not to me and it, it isn't good enough you know, to be able to. to put us in a, in a position to, to contend for, for a championship. Yeah, I agree 100%. I, th I think that, um, you know, at this point, if you're the Sixers, you don't have a lot of options. I think you have to hope that James Harden looks better. I'm not saying he has to be Houston Harden, but he has to look somewhat right. of an efficient player, kind of like he did when he first got here. Um, and I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I just think that a lot of people want, 
you know, things to happen that really aren't realistic, you know, and I mean, it was hard enough the last couple of years to even move a couple contracts. And when you think about Tobias Harris, like that's a tough ordeal, you know, and I feel like a lot of people get on Daryl Morey, but you know, he was given a lot of this right. baggage and it, it's kind of like, you know, I feel like he's doing what he can. Like last, you know, people complain about Harden at the deadline, but you know, Daryl Morey moved the mm-hmm. guy that literally would not play basketball for this team ever again. And he got the guy that he loved. So I, I can't be mad at that, you know, but you got to hope that no, he comes no. back healthy. Right, exactly. And and also, well, what I what I also will say to that is is that, I mean, because I, I, obviously the, where where James Harden is at is in his at this point in his career right now is is obviously he's not obviously the Houston James Harden that that we all all knew you know as and, and loved as um because obviously you know obviously at that during that time in his career he was he was viewed as more of a pure high volume shooter where where and then and then in Brooklyn he was more of he became more of a, a facilitator but but now but now Harden his um now now in Philly he's basically you know um a, a different type of James Harden so basically a, a facilitator slash a, a, you know a shooter so but 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 even though he he may not be the the pure high volume shooter that that Harden once was but 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 even though I I still think he could be uh you know you know basically efficient enough you know, you know to be able to to run the offense and and, and also um and I can remember uh, after game after the game six loss against um, uh, the, uh, against Miami, uh, I I remember James Harden. He he even said it um, in the press conference that that he he feels that you know that you know that that, that we're missing a few pieces and 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 yeah. that and and being that we we just didn't you know have have enough time you know, to gel you know to, together and, and that and that and that's why he he hopes that that he wants to. Be be able to try to get healthy enough, you know, for next season, and, and just trying to uh, gain gain better chemistry with 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 Maxi and 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 and, uh, and um and also with with uh, Joel. Yeah, absolutely, man. And hey, appreciate the call. Shout out to Santiago. Um, yeah, man. You know, James Harden said at the end of the season, he said, "I want to do what it takes to help this team get better. I want to get us in the best position." And I wondered, you know, is he going to take a lesser deal? Well, the figures are still yet to be worked out. And free agency starts in a couple of weeks, but I mean, James Harden, if he truly wants to win, a lot of people have talked about his character, you know, will, what will he take? What will he do to help the team? And, you know, another point is I, I personally think that Tyrese Maxey can take that step and be the number two guy here. And I don't think Harden needs to be that score that, that has to put up 25, 30 a night. Maybe if you need him to step up and have a game, fine. But you know, even with Joel Embiid, like there are injury concerns. You have to really monitor these guys. You need them to be healthy come playoff time. And I, I feel like nobody was, but I think Tyrese Maxey's been working hard just like last offseason. I think he's going to come and make a jump, man. Um, so we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, man, let's go ahead and uh, let's get to, uh, let's see, we have St. John. St. John on the phone lines. St. John, what's going on, man? Yo, what's up, RB? What's up, St. John? Yo, man, this is uh, Big Zig, man, fourth quarter sports, dude. Fourth quarter, what's up, bro? uh, Wanted to call in, man, and uh, say, first off, great content, man, all year long. And I have a few questions for you, dude. Uh, Now, with what we saw last year in the playoffs, 
you know, we did see Embiid and Harden a little bit back and forth down the end. You know, neither guy really wanting to take responsibility at the end of the year. Kind of what is your take on that? Do you think these guys are going to be able to gel? And do you think that it's going to end up being able to work, you know, even if they do only do the two-year deal instead of a four- or five-year max? Um, will it be able to work long-term? And is there any other way you see them being able to add some depth? I think I think the way to do it is to trade Tobias Harris. I, I think that's how you get the most flexibility uh, possible. And I, I like Tobias, but at the end of the day, it's business. Uh, I think Danny Green's going to be moved on uh, from as well. But in terms of your question about Harden and Embiid, I, I think the best answer is I don't know. Um, I think it all relies on James Harden's health. Um, one thing I will say about Harden is, you know, it was a little bit different than Ben Simmons because even though Harden was struggling, he came out to the podium each night. You know, he said, this is all me. I got to get better. Yeah, he kept saying it. Yeah, he went out miserable in game seven or in game six. But um, I, I don't know. I, I think James Harden is going to finally have an offseason to work on his body. If he doesn't come out and he's not the same guy, that's going to put the Sixers in a tough position. Uh, but I do believe he's going to work on it. And I think Embiid's going to welcome him, you know, like his like his best friend. Uh, the question is, will he be able to do it from a physical standpoint? So I don't know. Yeah, because we've, we've, we've definitely seen Harden kind of regress. If you remember when he first burst into the league in OKC, he was an explosive guy. Like, he was oh, yeah. a guy that was able to get up, throw down windmills and reverse dunks and put on a show. Uh, obviously, he's not that guy anymore. He's kind of transitioned to, you know, uh, a one-on-one -on -one guy, a high screen and roll guy, a guy that could get yeah. to the foul line. But we've also seen the rules change a little bit to stop him from having the ability to get to the line like we used to see in the past as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, my question to you would be, does James Harden have to be that guy? You know, when you have a guy like Tyrese Maxey, in fact, I would like James Harden to work on his catch and shoot. I thought that was probably one of the worst things when, you know, you're, you're spotting him up in the corner and he's trying to do a step back three, you know, fading out of bounds. Like, I think Harden just needs to adapt his game, kind of like Chris Paul has in, in his situation um, but I don't think you need James Harden to be the Houston Harden anymore, the guy that you're talking about. Um, and I agree with you. I don't think he is that guy. I think, you know, I think you're right. I think you hit the kind of hit the nail on the head on it. I think that he could be a lot more effective if he became a more of an efficient catch and shoot guy that can work off off ball screens and things like that. Try to find ways to get his game going without necessarily having to have the ball in his hands. But is he just is he that guy? Like we haven't seen that really throughout his entire career, and I'm just I got some questions, I'm question marks in my head. Like, can he develop and you know add that to his game? Yeah, I, I don't know, but I think it's going to be a true test to his character. You know, like you're getting at this point where it's like, okay, if you want to win a championship, now's the time, man. Like this is this is a good opportunity for you. You need to capitalize. Um, you know, you didn't have a lot of time with these guys, but come training camp, you got to look ready to go. Uh, you have to be in that position physically, mentally. Um, it needs to click or else big changes are going to come. So, True, man. Appreciate you having me on, RB. And, uh, man, I'll see you around the stream, see you around the channel, man. Keep up the good work, my Thank dude. Thank you, man. You as well. Appreciate it. Shout out to uh, Big Zig, Fourth Quarter Sports. Definitely check him out on YouTube, man. Great content creator. Appreciate him calling in. We got 170 in the chat. On an unannounced Friday afternoon live stream, you guys are incredible. Thank you all for being here. If you want to call into the show, the number 508-924-3784. Um, if you guys are just tuning in now, we've been talking about this James Harden thing. 
Um, essentially, where we're at is uh, the Sixers seem to uh, be on track to sign James Harden to a two-year extension. He has picked up his $47 million player option. Um, personally, I feel that this is the best course of business as of right now. You know, a lot of people have questions about James Harden, deservedly so. Um, but my question is, what is the alternative, right? Like, what are you going to do? Look at the free agent list. Look at other guys around the league. Now, one trade I heard today, shout out to my guy Harrison. Um, he was proposing a trade to Tobias Harris and pick 23 for Malcolm Brogdon. And um, I, I just think the Sixers need a wing, right? When you go back the last however many years, you look at who the Sixers have thrown out there. Danny Green was constantly out of position, right? He was playing the technical three. He's not that guy, right? He's a spot-up shooter, a 3 and D player. Robert Covington never could put the ball on the floor. So I, I think it's time to get a, a pure forward. Ben Simmons could have been that guy, never developed a shot. I think that's what we need to focus on. And, I mean, I've been calling for two years to get some dogs off the bench, whether that's like a Jay Crowder type, a Marcus Morris, a, uh, I don't know, Bobby Portis. Like, I could just name a bunch. Um, or even a bucket getter, right? Even a bucket getter. Get us a, a, a Jordan Clarkson off the bench. Give us, give us a guy like that who I know is going to put up 10-plus points a game off the bench. Shake Milton will be coming back. Couple days ago, it was announced they're going to pick up his $1.9 million player option. That's a given, honestly, for Shake Milton. But does Shake want it enough? Like, Shake Milton can be that guy. He can score, but sometimes it's like he's not even focused. This is your chance, Shake, to earn those minutes, earn those opportunities. Nobody in the playoffs stepped up and wanted it. There was a lack of mental toughness, which a lot of players alluded to in the public. That can't happen. That falls on everybody. And that's part of the reason why I'm a little bit afraid about Doc Rivers coming back. And I really hope Sam Cassell does not leave to the Utah Jazz. 100 likes in the chat. Appreciate everybody being in here. Hit that like button, man. Hope everybody is doing well on this Friday as we discuss this news. By the way, we're going to be dropping a video later today as well with some more thoughts. Um, next couple days, free agency videos coming out. And then draft coverage next week. We got it all breaking down here on the show the phone lines are buzzing. Let's go ahead and go to Noah. Noah on the phone lines. What's up? Noah going once, going twice. Noah going once, going twice. And I uh, guess we lost him. All right. Let's go to Roman. Roman on the phone line. Hey, what's up, RB? Roman, what's going on, man? Uh, nothing much. Just hanging out, enjoying the Friday. Um, I was wondering how you would feel about someone like a Kelly Oubre Jr. I would love Kelly Oubre Jr. Um, for all the I reasons know, that you probably know. One of the but... games when we were down in Charlotte. Say that again? Sorry. I said, I know one of the games this year, he torched us when he was down in chart. I think he dropped like 34 points or something like that. Yeah, he was on a, he was on a stretch there, man. And, and at one point, I remember him being like even in six-man-of-the-year conversation. He's an athletic wing. Guy can knock down shots. He talks a lot of smack, gets the energy up. Uh, I like him, man. I don't, I don't know if he's going to leave. 
I mean, that's fair enough, but I was just, I don't know if he's a free agent this year or next year, but I think his salary was like $13 million. So, I mean, you get rid of Danny Green and, uh, like, Korkmaz would be enough to sign him. Maybe he wants more money, I'm not sure, but I just feel like that would be the perfect uh, yeah. bench wing or even starting wing that we would need. Yeah, I'd, I'd like him. I would, I would take Kelly Oubre in a heartbeat. For sure, man. And then just... I was wondering if you think, because uh, Patrick Beverly, Beverly is going to be a free agent here in, in August. Do you think all this talk about James Harden, you think he'd want to sign with the Sixers? I, I believe Beverly's actually uh, has an, another year with the Timberwolves. I think he signed a, another one-year extension. I would love Pat Bevel on this team. I, I've made uh, multiple videos about that. Um, but he'll, he'll be with the Timberwolves next year. If he was a free agent, he did say himself he, he would go to the Lakers. Um, but we need a, a player like that. That's a good prototype for a kind of guy we need coming off the bench, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. And almost like a culture guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. We, we need a guy who can kick it into gear, you know, in the second unit, right? I feel like we don't have any of those. I feel like George Yang showed resemblance of it, but he's not, a, he's not a guard, right? A guy who can put it on the floor and, and go get a bucket, right? I mean, how long, yeah, how long are just, we going to look at the Furkans? to like be that guy yeah exactly and, and like how how long are we going to look at the Furcons and the shakes of the world and, and try to push ourselves to believe that those are those kind of guys like at, at some point you have to hit a breaking point right yeah it's almost like the eagles we're just keeping guys around just because they're familiar faces i think for sure this this offseason has to be a big one for us to bring in real veterans who who will do anything to win yeah yeah, I agree. And I, I think they're going to try to create some space to do that, man. But uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Love the content, man. Thanks for taking the call. Appreciate Thank you, it. sir, man. Appreciate that. Let's go bang, bang, rapid fire. Let's go to the next one, man. Let's go to the next one. We have James on the line. James, what's going on? What's going on, man? Uh, RV, I got a two-part question. First part, let's go. Uh, what you think about not making any moves at all? Uh, not saying not make any moves, but just add to what we already have. I hear a lot of times we t- saying let's get rid of Tobias. Tobias played pretty good for us this year. I think if we add, just add some stuff like, uh, for instance, like Caleb Martin or Cody Martin, that'd be a good pickup. Uh, and also uh, Dennis Schrader would be a good pickup for us also, too. Mm-hmm. But we can get them for pretty cheap. What do you think about that? Yeah, uh, those are guys I, I definitely have discussed, and I, I think they would all be great you know, players to target, especially when you're on a budget. Um, I, I'm just looking towards you know the future, right? And, and I just don't see the Sixers. Like I, I don't see us winning a championship if we don't have an extended bench. Like Cody Martin's great. Caleb Martin's great. Dennis Schroeder. Are those guys that are going to put us over the top? Are we going to win a championship next year or the year after with those guys leading your bench unit? Yeah, I, I understand. I understand that point uh, totally. But you got to also remember that we we pushed this Miami team pretty far, and this this same Miami team pushed uh, Boston pretty far. So uh, it, it don't it don't seem like we we're far off at least from the. Um, uh, East East Championship. So if we're not yeah. far off, let's not make a bunch of changes and change that up. I mean, it, I, you know, you you bring a valid point. I mean, we we definitely have gone far the last couple of years. You know, pushing the limits, but it 
it comes down to also our stars stepping up and being healthy, right? So, I mean, it is a good point. Um, I could see it. Look, I could see it happening. I could see us running it back. Uh, you know, if that does happen, though, I think we need to utilize our young talent, right? The the Paul Reeds, the Isaiah Joes, Charles Bassies, at least give these guys some run. Um, because I, I feel like our bench kind of faltered out when it mattered, um, as well as James Harden and guys like that. But you got to have a, a full team, right? Like, look at the Celtics. They had... Up into the finals, I mean, Grant Williams was shooting out of his mind. Peyton Pritchard, right? These young guys. How about Robert Williams? Couple years into the league, he looks like an elite shot blocker. Look at the Warriors, man. Guys like Wiggins, Otto Porters of the world. Like, you got to fill out your roster. Um, if you can do that without getting rid of anybody, then I agree with you. But uh, I don't know if we can based on who's available. All right, and the last part is. If we're going to trade uh, Tobias, let's think outside the box. I, I was thinking everybody got these trades where they got uh, uh, Harrison Barnes and stuff like that. But what if we go to Utah and go get uh, their point guard and their uh, power, power forward, what is his name, Brian Donovich and mm-hmm. what's the other guy, the point guard? Mike Conley. I forgot. What's the point guard? Conley. What's his name? Mike Conley. Conley. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Uh, I don't know if that salary think? would line up. I I would not do that if I was the Utah Jazz. Um, I don't know what their plan is. I know they're going in a different direction. New coach, probably going to end up trading one of their guys, Rudy Gobert maybe. Um, hey, I mean, you got to make your calls around the league, but are those guys, like my question to you is, first off, I don't know if Mike Conley would fit with this team based on who we have, but would Bogdanovich, or not Bogdanovich, Bojanovich, would he put us over the top? Like, would he be able to fit with this squad? I mean, if you think the answer is yes, then, you know, by all means, you may, you do your research. Yeah, I just think we need to think outside the box instead of always going for the, for the big names. Let's I think agree. about the smaller names with I agree. impact. I, th- I think if you're going to trade Tobias, I think you need to get an athletic player back, a guy who can rebound, a guy who can defend in length, in transition. I feel like we don't have enough of that. I feel like we move way too slow at points. Yeah, we do. <laughs> well, RV, I ain't going to hold you up. Thanks a lot for the call, man. I appreciate you taking my call. Have a good day, man. You do a great job. Thank you, James. You have a good one, man. Appreciate that. Um, we'll get to maybe one or two more calls. Shout out to everybody hanging in the live stream. Uh, we'll read a couple comments here. 175 in the chat. Let me know if you guys enjoy uh, these type of streams, man. We're going to be doing a lot of them this next week. We'll be breaking down draft stuff. We'll be dropping the videos, man, of course. Um, you know, a lot of people are asking me about these mock trades, these guys. The fact of the matter is, I don't know what's going to happen. As I predicted, though, rumors are starting to heat up as we get up to the draft. We heard that the Sixers are shopping Tobias Stiebel. I I personally believe, like, my big prediction is that Tobias Harris is going to get traded. What for? I don't know. We haven't gotten any insight into what the market is for Tobias Harris. But I personally believe that we're going to try to make one or two more runs at this thing with a couple different, you know, players alongside James Harden, Maxie, and Embiid. I think the the Sixers have finally realized, like, okay, it's time to go get an athletic four, not an Al Horford, not a Tobias Harris next to these guys. It's time to go get a player that can crash boards, that can knock down shots, that can do it in the big moments. I think it's something that we've been, uh, we've been lacking on. 
And also, guys, again, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Philly Take with RB. Follow me on Twitter at RB Philly Take. Appreciate all the people connecting with me over there. Um, but yeah, we got a we got a good off season to cover, man. No doubt. No doubt. Brandon says Philly's on is slow on the wing. They need three and D guys, a bench, and more speed. I agree, hundred percent with that. If you guys want to give your thoughts, man, call in to the show. Let's see what we got on the line. Amanda. Amanda on the line. What's going on? You, bro. What's up, Amanda? I feel like she I, I feel like Shake Milton gotta go. We kept humming, gave up Seth Curry, and we lost scoring because of that. I feel like then at that, John Wall just sitting at home. Nobody picked him up. I feel like we needed John Wall on our team. I'm in James Harden, Tyrese Maxey come off the bench. I look. I mean, I agree with you. I, to be fair about John Wall, he was sitting on a massive contract, which I don't feel like anybody wanted to take on. Um, but I agree with you, man. I, I feel like guys on this bench had a pure opportunity to show they are the guy, and they did not take it. That's a fact. I feel like we need to go get somebody from Miami Heat, too, like Duncan Robertson, one of the Morris twins, somebody that can shoot because if James Harden just want to pass the ball, Ben Simmons was, was doing that. The game changed. He got to be able to shoot. Hey, I mean, Duncan if Robinson. If you want to shoot, what's the point of having him? Yeah, I, look, I agree. I agree, man. And, uh, you know, I've been a big Thibault guy, and I just – I'm down on it. Like, I don't understand why players continuously, like, they show promise and then they don't improve. Why? Like, you should be in the gym every day shooting a thousand jump shots. You have a chance. And there, the article a couple of days ago, they said Thibault's, you know, going to be eligible for a max extension next year. If you want to go get that money, why are you not improving your jump shot? Why are you not even taking jump shots? It got to a point in the playoffs where they are running away from you, my man. Come on. Yeah, he start acting like Ben Simmons. But at the end of the day, that all falls on Embiid. Dog, they got to start making him go to the gym and start putting up shots. If you're not making your team get better, then then they're going to keep coming out there playing ass. It's like nobody going to the gym putting up jump shots. Then if the defense be terrible, I don't know if anybody was watching the games, they was letting the, uh, people just shoot at this point. Like, I agree with that. You can't do that. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. The defense was just standing still in the paint. Why y'all all waiting on the rebound? Stay on your man. That's what Joel be there for, to get the rebounds. If he don't get the rebound, all right, cool. Don't keep coming to the paint when you got Joel B down there. Yeah, we need we need another rebounder on this team. Um, I just think everybody was out of sync. I don't think they had the mental toughness like they admitted in their, in their press conferences, uh, and that's a problem. It definitely is. We need some dog in us. Um, Hopefully we can get some guys that can help that out. Well, I feel like it's not even that. Joel and B got to start passing the ball more. He wonder why he don't win MVP. He got to start passing the ball more. Jokic passes the ball. You got to get your team involved. You can't wait for the playoffs to try to get your team involved and expect Shake Milton to drop 30. It don't work right, like We're that. not expecting Shake Milton to drop 30, man. Long. We're not expecting Shake to drop 30. How about five? How about some help for a guy that's playing with half a face. Uh, I, I can't blame Joel Embiid for other guys not stepping up. This guy's been dealt a terrible hand yeah, over the years, man. And I'm not, I'm not true. saying, I'm not saying Joel. Like we should, we should have kept Seth Curry though. At least we should have kept him and got rid of Shake Milton. 
I don't, I don't think they would have taken Shake Milton, though. You think they would have taken Shake Milton in the deal? Fuck yeah. I don't know why they gave up Steph Curry. They had- and I don't know why they gave up Andre Drummond. You got to think about it. We could have got we could have got C.J. McCollum. C.J. McCollum was dropping damn near 21, 25 points in a, in a series. I mean, That's I- better than what James Harden was doing. See, yeah, C.J.'s a good player. I agree. Um, Daryl Morey went with his gut. He wanted his guy. Uh, he didn't pan out. So we have to hope that he gets, you know, healthier and, and better, man. But... Uh, appreciate the call. Shout out to Amanda, even though it doesn't sound like Amanda. He lost me though when he started talking about Joel Embiid. Uh, I don't, I don't understand how people out there can blame Joel Embiid. How, how is it Joel Embiid's fault that he's had to deal with a guy that forgot how to shoot before the season started, after being the number one overall pick, dealt with a guy that wouldn't shoot a basketball, and then took criticism for the first time and and just quit on everybody. Another guy who's been overpaid. Another guy who got paid to come in and be a center next to him and then leaves and just was a bad fit. Like, I just don't understand how we're going to blame Joel Embiid. A guy that went out there, put it all on the line with five different injuries. He had more injuries than we even knew about. He had the broken orbital bone. He just had surgery on both thumbs. And he's got to stay healthy. He does. But really, is it time to blame Joel? I don't think so, man. I don't think so. But I respect the opinion. We'll take a couple more. Michael Miller on the line. Michael, what's going on, man? What's going on, RB? What's going on? What's up, Michael? Yeah, man. Um, I agree with you, man. Like, I feel like we shouldn't just go for another star as much as I would like Bradley Bill or Zach Levine, Zach Levine would probably be perfect, but I just want to build a team. That's why our players, our stars get injured. Joel Embiid gets injured because we don't, as soon as he goes to the bench, we know we are yep. not going to be as good because our team isn't built really. Like we have all these players that are paid all this money instead of spreading that money around and getting more players to help us in the long run, to help us be healthier. So like I'm I'm thinking if we trade Tobias Harris and get a couple of solid players to equal up to his salary is better than having Tobias to it's better than having Tobias Harris yep. that's getting paid like a superstar and he's not putting up the numbers as a superstar. And I'm not saying he's a scrub, because he's not a scrub, but he's not the player for the Sixers. He, he's getting paid too much money when we can spread that money out. And that can save us for uh, the regular season into the playoffs, and that can give Joel Embiid and James Harden and Tyreek Maxey, you know what I mean, take that pressure off of them if we have an actual team, a bench, and an actual good starting five. And I think people need to, like, to understand that. I don't want to run this back. I do not want to have the same exact team and get minimum players. Like, no, I want to build an actual side team. I don't want the superstar because we have the big three. We have Tyreek Maxey. We have... Joel Embiid, the real MVP. We have James Harden. I think he's going to be better next year. I think people are going to sleep on him because of how he played at the end of the year. But I think he's going to come back strong this year because he kind of got embarrassed in the last game in game six. But um, I think if we trade Tobias Harris, the, the first-round pick, uh, uh, what's the ball, Seibel, for a couple of solid players, I think that's better than having Tobias Harris. 
I, I agree 100% with what you said. And, um, you know, another great point about it is if you trade Tobias now while his value is high, you're able to get that contract off, which is, yeah. you know, he still has two more years on his deal. Say you go get a guy like Will Barton from the Denver Nuggets, who I would actually really like. If Will Barton doesn't work out, you know, he's on a one-year contract. You can get rid of that, and then you can clear up more space and try to target other players. I think we need to get away from, you know, all these long-term $35, $40 million a year contracts. I just think you can't have more than two of those on your team. And, you know, when things don't work out, like a lot of people, that the crowd that wants a third star, what happens when Bradley Beal gets injured, right? Like you are in purgatory at that point, and we just don't have a lot of flexibility. We haven't for years, and I think it's time that we create that. And I and I and I'm not trying to compare us to the Warriors because we don't our team's nothing <laughs> built like the Warriors because we we have uh, the best big man in the game. They don't have that. They just they have the best shooters that ever played in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But see, if you see how they play, they're so deep. Yeah, they can bring eight, even nine people off the bench. Nine, they can play nine deep. Nine deep, and it's just like we can only play like a good six, seven players, and then we're screwed. And yeah. it's like I just want us to build the team. I don't want to go for that big star, and I want to be able to have someone to come off the bench to actually um, save our stars, give, take that pressure off them. We need some players like that got that dog in them, like exactly. Like, um, like you know what I'm saying, Morris, and we need, yeah. we need those type of players because it's like. Everybody's watching people get rebounds instead of going for the rebound. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like, play with some heart, play with some fire. And um, and then it's like people that wants to draft what we got the twenty third, the twenty third pick. Yeah. I don't even think we should we need to trade that pick because there's no point of drafting that pick if if Doc Rivers is not gonna play him. Like yeah. Doc doesn't True. play young players. And the only reason why he played Tyrese Maxey is because Ben Simmons quit on the team, and he had, he was forced to play Tyrese Maxey. Yep. If it wasn't for Ben Simmons quitting on the team, we would not see this Tyrese Maxey right now. Yeah, Because Ben Simmons will be the starting point guard, and Tyrese Maxey will be coming off the bench. And it's like, I don't know if we can – and I don't. that's another big problem. Doc Rivers, like, I don't even – I do not want Doc Rivers. Like, I think we need to have a coach that's more open-minded to giving these young players a chance because you might – find a diamond in the rough and yep. find a, a, a potential Williams or somebody like that. You might find, but you, you will never find these players if you don't play them. You don't play yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. You got to so, let them get in a rhythm, man. That's my biggest concern. That's yeah. my biggest concern. Doc Rivers is my biggest concern. So if we do draft a player, we're going to be excited, but is he going to get in? <laughs> no, probably He's not. Probably not. And you got a guy waiting there yeah. right in the realm, man. Sam Cassell, Dave Yeager. I know they would give him a chance, but I, yeah. I, so I don't know. I'm not really sure what they're going to do with the coaching, but I hope he has more of an open mind for us to to yeah. actually compete. I think we. It just makes me sad. I see like the Boston Celtics. I, I don't know. I'm not going to say we can beat the Warriors. I'm not going to be delusional, but I just feel like man, if we had a healthy team. I think we would have gave them a run for their money because they, like I said, we have the best big men in the game. Mm-hmm. I do not want to waste his career like Allen Iverson not winning the championship, not putting the right pieces around them. Yep. And, and I just don't want to do that. And I don't want him to quit on us and be like, yo, I got to go to another team because they're not making the right moves. To, you know what I mean? They're not, they're not making the right moves. They're not building around me so I can win a championship. So I think people that want to um, 
that don't that don't understand. We're on a uh, time. We have we're running out of time. Like I'm not gonna say he's gonna not be in his prime for another three years, but I I just want to build right. I don't want to go for another star. She gets hurt, and then all the pressure's on the other two stars, and then they get hurt. Like I want to build an actual team. Yep, I agree, man. Shout out to uh, Michael. Great call. Um, yeah, I agree 100% talks about the Warriors look at what they did man Andrew Wiggins they go in a little two-year kind of retool you know the Warriors I mean they they Clay Thompson gets hurt they don't have anybody you know to really put them over the top for that time they go and stack up they bring some of these guys if I was a free agent I would want to go to Golden State they revive careers they took a chance on Andrew Wiggins in fact they got they got first round picks in that deal they shipped off D'Lo he didn't work and they get Andrew Wiggins and a couple first-rounders, I believe. And look at where they're at. Look at what Andrew Wiggins did on that team. Now he's about to get paid. He just helped them win a championship. And it just speaks to the culture, man. And it's time to try something different. It's time to try something different, man. And um, I think the Sixers need to build out this team. They need to get shooters. Danny Green, I don't think he'll be back. I think the, uh, the time's up on Danny Green. And, um, you know, if Thibel's not going to shoot, then, you know, all options got to be open. All options got to be open. But I think that now we kind of have more of a concrete idea as to where this Sixers team is heading. I think Doc Rivers is going to be back. It's apparent now that Maxi Harden, and Embiid will be the core. But the question is, will we be able to upgrade around these guys? And I think there's a couple different options to do that. And um, free agencies coming up in a couple weeks. Those are, you know, we're, we're going to look for more, I think kind of just like minimal players, guys who might be able to come in, give a chance to, you know, hopefully be those kind of gems for lower money. I mean, you got to get lucky sometimes, right? You got to find those guys sometimes. Um, but there's not a lot out there. So the Sixers need to get it done uh, either within the draft or trading their draft pick. And we'll have more on that as we, as we look forward. But, uh, you know, the, the offseason is just getting started. A lot of rumors are swirling. It's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting, man. I want to shout out to all the callers that called in. Great points. I love the back and forth. I love the, the debating, the discussing. And um, you guys were great. We're going to do a lot more of these. We're going to uh, continue to break it down from every angle. We're going to continue to break it down. I think a lot of people are antsy. I think a lot of people are sitting here kind of like I am and, and recognizing like, you know, we had some really good chances the last four or five years. Everybody wanted to talk about how you have to wait until your guys get to a certain age and a certain maturity level. Well, I mean, I'm thinking back a couple of years and we had some pretty, pretty good shots. So now we, we, we need to make something happen. We need to make something happen. But. Yeah, man, the phone lines will continue to go. We'll continue to do the live streams. Once again, guys, please follow me on Twitter at RB Philly Take. Do it right now. The link's also down in the description. Instagram at Philly Take with RB. Hey, we're going to be doing a giveaway soon, so you don't want to miss it. And uh, keep supporting the channel on all platforms. If you want to support, donate, all that stuff, down in the description are the links. Appreciate everybody coming through on this Friday afternoon. Look out for a video later today or tomorrow 
Then we have the free agency videos coming through, and then we have draft coverage next week. So we will be breaking it all down for the people as always. And um, yeah, man, I, I appreciate all the takes. Definitely a, a good live stream, man. Good calls. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next one, man. But James Harden is back. He is officially, officially back. We will wait to see what the figures are on the contract. But now is the real test of the Sixers finding ways to upgrade this team and hoping that James Harden shows some old resemblance of himself. But we will leave it there, man. Shout out to everybody coming through today. Hope you all have a great weekend. Look out for the content, man. Be sure you have those notifications on. Be sure you have those notifications on. This was Philly Take with RB. I'm RB. Hit that like on the way out. Be safe, everybody. Have a good one. And as always, go Sixers, man. Peace out, guys.